everybody. Welcome back to the show. Uh, episode number 33 of the Mainstream Podcast. We're your host is Jeff. Chris. And, and today we 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 have a special guest. We got some technical difficulties right here. Some crazy stuff can happen, but you know, it's funny when you're trying to use, you know, tech to, to help you produce some stuff and tech don't like you. It, it's almost it's almost like Skyping it. It's just not not as bad. But you know, it is what it is, right? But we got a special guest um, at the end of the episode, um, and we'll get more information about this special guest at the end. But for now, we're going to do, you know, our normal roundup. We'll look at DC fandom from over the weekend, and then we'll finish it off with our special guest um, and interview type situation. So you want to stick around for that. But before I forget, uh, you listen to the end of this episode, we're going to start or at least attempt to do some giveaways on uh, some game codes. It's not going to be spectacular, calm down, but we're going to do some game code giveaways um, based off of some little instructions we may give you at some point in episodes to do. And um, good luck. I don't know why that was hard for me to say, but it is what it is. <laughs> what's, what's yeah, yeah. Going Everybody's going to have the greatest luck. We'll, we'll make it easy for you. But yeah, we got some some keys, some of uh, some things to try to give away, and hopefully, it's on some games or other things that that you don't already have. So that'll be forthcoming. But yeah, life is good right now. It's it's going all right over here. I know you just drove halfway across the country to jump on this, this podcast man, episode. So. Who had me drive literally seven hours to do this podcast? <laughs> man, what the the longest driving uh, podcast episode ever. So everybody, everybody appreciate Jeff getting on this podcast today on this such short, man, short or long so. notice. I don't know how you would put it, but. <laughs> I, I use a little bit of both, I guess, at this point, because literally driving across the country in the middle, in parts of Texas got hit with a hurricane, or part mostly Louisiana. But driving across from Tennessee to Texas was not fun because you run into this pocket of weather across Arkansas that was just like insanely bad. It was and not not bad as bad as it was in, in the hurricane, but still just nonstop water raining everywhere. You couldn't see in front of yourself trucks driving all over the place. You know the normal fun type. So it was it was good times. Oh, so that was your beautiful drive across the the great state of Arkansas today. Not stressful at all. Arkansas is trash. <laughs> we know this. <laughs> so no, I I did not enjoy that. But as soon as I get, as soon as I got across the line, it was like whoop, sunshine and beautiful skies and eighty four degree weather. I'm like, what in the hell? You're just happy to be back in Texas. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But overall, um, the week has been kind of interesting. I mean, first and foremost, a lot of uh, things have happened. We, we've had yet another issue of another unarmed person getting, you know, shot. He was not killed this time, thank God. But, you know, he's paralyzed from the waist down currently. But yet another, an, another example of the America that we're in in 2020 right now. Yeah, it's happening every week. And even... Uh that instance probably wasn't the, the only one that happened on that day. There's just so many that it gets overwhelming and hard to keep track of every news report that comes out where this is repeated over and over again. We, we, we've become desensitized That's to it, but then to a point where people are tired of it on the other end of the spectrum of being desensitized because it happens so regularly. And now once again, and uh, riots and issues with police and national guard going in and uh, instigating it and making it kind of worse against Peaceful protesters and some protesters or people that are mixed in with them trying to burn down the cities and things. So 
it's a, a very complex and dangerous, messed up situation. Well, as we saw yesterday where some of the protesters got shot by some folks trying to be their own policemen there inside the protest and protect businesses. So it's not, not, not at all. So, yeah, I mean, thoughts and prayers out to his family and to him. Hopefully he makes it and everything, but that's just like the, the tip. Oh, we try to make everything a little entertaining because yes, try to distract from the world. But at this point it's just with everything that's happening is just right in front of your face. You have no choice, but to, to be a part of what's going on instead of being able to go outside and, and do entertaining stuff the things that takes your mind off of it but we'll try to keep some of the entertaining piece of it but we still have to be like okay this is the world you have to actually look at it right now unfortunately yeah we can't forget that stuff's happening as we're trying to enjoy ourselves and on our day-to-day stuff and and stay stay happy and cool and chill and everything in quarantine but there's a lot of crazy terrible stuff happening outside right now so it's best not, not to completely ignore it and try to pretend it's not happening but you saw the nba trying to boycott some games on some teams to try to bring more awareness to uh the fact that this stuff is still ongoing i know they're in the midst of either agreeing to continue those games or out some of the playoffs it's kind of up in the air right now yeah weekend. i think well we three of them were canceled on wednesday night and then today i don't know what they're going to do today i i, I want to believe it's four o'clock in the afternoon now central time so i'm pretty sure games normally start around this time or a little bit earlier so i i because i was like i said driving seven hours across country i, I hadn't had a chance to check out if they're even going to play today but i'm i wouldn't be shocked that there were no games today um there were some mlb games that were canceled yesterday not every game because there were some games that had already started and there were some games where they were um, going to go in and play it and some players sat out. But the and it was weird because like most of the teams that sat out were on the West Coast, which was kind of an interesting point. Like Seattle decided to sit out. So for well, first off, Milwaukee Brewers sat out because the Milwaukee Bucks were the first NBA team not to take the floor in the NBA. And they are in the same state that where the shooting occurred 40 miles away from Kenosha, Wisconsin is where Milwaukee is. So the the Brewers were like, we're not playing. So they didn't play their game. Then Seattle Mariners, my team, my squad, decided to not play their game. But the funny part about the Seattle part, we, even I didn't realize, was Seattle Mariners has the most amount of African-American players in the entire MLB. They have the most players on that team that are black than any other team. So I'm like, oh, wow. Did not realize that myself, even though that's my yeah, team. Until they sat out, I didn't know that either. Right. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting as well. And then you had like uh, LA sat out because Mookie Betts, Betts plays for the Dodgers and he was like, I'm not playing. And his teammate was like, no, you're not playing. We ain't playing. You know, so they sat out. So long story short, several games were canceled, but really the first team to do anything was the Detroit Lions, and they canceled their practice, came out and said, we're not going to practice, and they were like the first sports team to come out and say enough is enough. They came out and did their message, so kudos to them, and a lot of you know people follow suit from that point, but I don't know about today. We'll see how it, how it goes from, from now. I mean, I know baseball is already back on because, you know, it, out of all the sports that you would think that it wouldn't stop, baseball will be the one. Yeah, baseball will keep going. I don't think they're going to cancel the whole thing, but I could see 
the, the players coming together in the NBA and maybe saying boycott the rest of the playoffs, but we'll see if the teams come together because I know the Clippers and the Lakers started that and said they didn't want to play anymore, but uh, we'll see if that impacts their whole rest of the season and just messes up everything and makes it unplayable or, or what. So it's probably yet to be seen what they determine. We'll see how, how it goes there, but we'll take some, some little time of you know entertaining you and take your mind, but some things that we've seen over the week beside for all of the, the issues and hurricanes and everything else on top of it is like I I finally finished all six episodes of High Score on Netflix, and that is a must watch if you like video games at all. A hundred percent, you should definitely watch that. That's it. Yeah, you, you got to tell me more about it since I all I know is I think it's focusing on the retro stuff where mm-hmm. games started. It, it but as yeah. that, I don't know much about the whole series how far it gets to current. Well, day. it basically tells you the story. Uh, in all six episodes, they're kind of intertwined and also on their own stories at the same time. It kind of weaves in and out of how video games started, how where they came from, you know, companies. And it was like there's these small, bite-sized chunk stories of people who were in the industry and like a lot of things. Uh, and I won't give spoilers, but because I want people to actually watch it, but it was like telling the story of who made the first console. Like a lot of people my age remember atari and atari was actually not the first console it was not the first uh, cartridge based console it was another person who created it first and he does not get the recognition of doing it it's the console never came out there's a whole bunch of things it's like there's a whole bunch of stories in the gaming world that we don't really know we know about the success stories and the things that stayed on after that point, but there's a lot of small people, um, small stories, not small people, because they're big people, big personalities, but small stories that made up gaming. And it, it kind of just goes from piece to piece. It like you know, it tells the story of how fighting games became a thing and how sh- uh, where shooters came from. And it's like each episode kind of starts you on this journey of. This is, you know, Atari, and he it was made by this person, and and this is how it came about, and then the arcade systems, how they came about, and it's like, and then by the end of that episode, it kind of ties into the next episode. It's like, yeah, you know, Mario was jumping on two D platforms, but in a little note, somebody was in her base making a game that will revolutionize the entire, you know, industry, and that's how how it kind of goes. It's a it's really well done, not very long. Six is six episodes, and I want to say the episodes are. 30 to 40 minutes or so. So they're not really, they're not even an hour, an hour. They're easily, you can digest this whole thing in a day or so. Yeah, I'm going to definitely get on it and watch it and try to blaze through all six of those episodes. Cause that's right up my alley. But what you're saying about the little guys not getting recognition, like they say, it's the winners who write history. So the, the big boys and all the success stories that we know about, those are the main ones we think are the people who invented stuff for the most part, because they're front and center and everybody knows about them. So it'd be cool to see who really did some stuff in the background that was not getting the full credit. Hear those uh, underdog stories of actually how it went down. But I I also told you this week, I was telling you this week when you told me you were watching that show, that uh, Console Wars is awesome too, to either read or listen to the audio book of that. Yeah, I need to. Mainly Console Wars with... uh, 
the Sega versus PlayStation and Nintendo in the 90s. It documents all that stuff. It's really fascinating. A lot, a lot of behind the scenes uh, business, how things went down, mistakes where they were made, all, all, all about that. And also Masters of Doom goes into id and how they developed and turned a small little company making under uh, keen into uh coming across doom and self-publishing that and doing a bunch of shareware stuff and selling millions of units and just developing it the way they did and revolutionizing some of the, the graphics and distribution things and just gameplay development on that game it's kind of fascinating to look at how they came up and and got huge so both things I recommend with that game history stuff is is always awesome to get into that. It's definitely see where everything came from because if not, you don't know shit. Honestly, like uh, it, the episode where they were like, "This was the first console," and this where I'm like, "What?" Like I'm I'm trying not to give spoilers on it because it was it, when I saw it, I was just like blown away. Like there is no way this is actually accurate, and I'm <laughs> like, "Holy shit!" Wait. Okay, that is really like once you in it, and like I said, this, the the episodes are very quirky. They're well directed. They have all these, you know, they use graphics in it and, and all this other stuff. So they're really good, entertaining. But when you just get to a certain episode, you be like, what? Like, okay, now you know, maybe feel bad. This feel bad story, <laughs> but it's all good. <laughs> That's cool. I'll check that out. But yeah, so. Overall, it, it's definitely worth the watch, and we will need to put those links of the show and uh, your two podcasts in the in the show links, so people can look at. Because honestly, there are a lot of podcasts and a lot, and there's a shit ton of podcasts. There's a lot of we were just talking about that. Where my list of stuff I listen to is not even remotely close to the stuff that you listen to is insane. Like we both have a, a arm long list of podcasts, and neither one of us listen to the same one. <laughs> Yeah, we're into a lot of the same stuff, but we're just coming across that information through way different channels and way different personalities, way different people that we listen to and follow. But we're into the same things. It's just our 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 internet profiles look way different on way different. how we get to that info. Yeah, not not even remotely close. So it's all good. But over the weekend, you know, we both watched pieces of and clips of and pieces of and clips of those clips. Uh, DC fan dome. They were in the Thunderdome, but um, a lot of information came out about that piece uh, about games and movies and TV shows. And we're a co- we're going to cover some of that today. I know you are about to you know get out of here. We got to let you go. So what we'll do is we'll come back. We'll go ahead and bring in our guest our guest host replacing Chris, maybe permanent. We'll see how this goes to talk about Uh-oh. fandom DC <laughs> stuff. And, and play the Chris, but what did you think about it? You know, with the limited time you got, what did you think about how they did it with the uh, the digital conference thing? I mean, for myself, I just looked at the the final trailers and stuff. I wasn't watching the live stream and and watching any panels, whatever they had. I watched the the output that they gave out. So to me, it was no different. It was just like, oh, there's a trailer drop. Here's some information. And I didn't watch it live, so it was okay for me. I got the information to me. I got to see the trailer. I'm not too worried about if it was a live show or not. I don't really know how how that went, if people enjoyed it or not. But I did I did uh, like both of the games they showed. I know some people had a lot of backlash on the Gotham Knights and the Suicide Squad, but I think both are pretty promising because both are going to have 
co-op or solo play and one is well, we don't we don't really know about suicide the suicide squad because they they only showed a cgi trailer so we really don't know much information on it but here's an interesting tidbit on it what i did not know that game started out as a different game and then they ended up with this game <laughs> it's a weird story because the game that game was developed by the same company that did the arkham the arkham series so it's reversed like the the gotham knights game is being done by wb and these Suicide yeah. Squad is being done by uh, Rocksteady. Rocksteady. Rocksteady hadn't had not been well. They had not been. They hadn't made a game in about five years. They actually been working on this game for five years, but it was a different game five years ago, and then they ended up with this game. So that's a weird. Well, the rumor was, game. the rumor was the whole time that they were working on a Superman game. So either that concept didn't pan out, they got tired of a straight Batman game, they wanted to do something else, and then it somehow came back around to a Suicide Squad game. But we didn't see any gameplay from that trailer. It was all CG. So they have said it's going to be a one-to-four-player co-op game or be single-player with bots, and it's targeting 2022. So it's probably too early, or they just reworked the game where they don't have enough to show us uh, actual gameplay of that one yet. But we did see a lot of gameplay of that Gotham Knights game. WB's making, which that looks pretty cool because it's going to be a two-player co-op game with four characters that are not Batman, which is what a lot of people were pissed off about. <laughs> Hashtag no Batman, no buy. But I'm telling them they had four Batman games in a row that were all very good. And if you're into Batman, just you played four of those. Are you not cool with mixing it up and playing with some new characters and just doing something fresh? People be still salty, that, bro. I know they're, they're extra upset, but I'm okay with, like, here, here we go, mix it up, give me some new characters, because in the old Batman games, some of these characters will be, uh, like, a small one or two hour story in the game, or some extra DLC in, like, one of these endless fight modes, doing a high score thing, but it wasn't a full-on deep story mode, so now we're getting stories for each of these four characters that they're saying are 12 hours plus long, like, campaigns for each of these people, so... It seems nice to explore other other ways, except for just being Batman again. What do you think about that? I'm okay. I'm, with, it. I'm with. I'm okay with it not being Batman because, like you said, that, and there's actually more than four Batman games. We've done Batman. I mean, exactly. geez, they're, they're, at this point, there's almost <laughs> the same amount of Batman games as there are Batman movies. So it's kind of a point where we're we need to branch off to do something else. Batman doesn't have to be around for it. But it's funny, they had to even go as far as saying, these are two different universes. They're not even the same. No, don't worry about it. It's okay, bro. I'm like, look, we don't, you don't have to have Batman in a game to make it a Batman game. There are more characters in the world of Batman than Batman. I mean, seriously. I mean, it, it kind of goes back to like Super Mario Brothers, right? Mario and Luigi. Luigi got his own game. It took them forever to even make a game that Luigi was the main character, right? <laughs> And people were shitting on that game when it, what was it, uh, the Moon Games, right? Like, people didn't like it because it wasn't Mario. But it doesn't, it doesn't like, destroy or dis- distract from that mainline Mario games. So they'll still exist, and I'm sure another Batman game straight up will get made in a couple of years. Of course! So it just gives us more options. There's nothing to be mad about that they're taking away Batman, so... I think people just need to be excited for some new stuff and give Batman a few years off, let him rest a little while. He's getting old, and he'll come back later. Maybe he'll be like, yeah, give, give Kevin Kilroy a chance different. to do something other than <laughs> do Batman voices. Seriously, 
Exactly, exactly. But uh, I mean, but, you know, we also got two two movie trailers out of it too, which were one leaked. I don't even know if the full one's out yet, and one one came out officially. Yeah, we got the bat the Batman trailer, just called the Batman, with the uh, Robert Pattinson being Batman this time, and we saw the leak of the Snyder cut of Batman versus Superman or the Batman Justice League, Justice League, yeah, yeah. Justice League Snyder cut. Yeah, I am looking looking forward to Snyder cut. What sucks that it doesn't come out for another twelve thousand years. <laughs> I don't understand why it's gonna take that long to do that, but whatever. Did you watch the the leaked footage? I am trying to stay spoiler free on purpose. I want to be in what, what it was. It had uh, a song overlaid over the whole thing, and it showed like clips of characters and fights and stuff happening. So it wasn't like a regular traditional trailer cut, like telling you a story with uh, characters talking to you. So it just showed a lot of new footage, probably cut footage that wasn't included. If you could tell that, yeah, <laughs> that that was on there. Just keep it, keep it going, keep it going. But they showed a lot of new uh, CGI stuff, so you can tell that budget that they gave him, that HBO Max hooked him up with, uh, or Warner Brothers. Somebody paid this man, like he's putting it to use because there's a lot of new CGI footage in there already. So I gotta assume. It's, it's well down the road of development that it, it could hopefully be here, you know, in the spring or next summer and be released. I don't even know if they're going to make it by the end of this year, but that, that trailer was like four minutes long and there's a ton of new cuts in there. I mean, so I I'm, I'm interested to see how they cut it together. Yeah. I, I mean, I give them props for deciding to recut a movie that already exists. I mean, <laughs> the first version of this movie must have been like just crazy, bad, bad <laughs> shit, crazy. Like for them to shut it down. It must have been like bad shit crazy the first time around. I don't get it. Yeah, they did not let this man do what he what he wanted. It got it got cut up and and changed a lot. So I want to see his original vision, even if it's you know balls to the wall nuts. Let, let me let me see how different it was from the one that came out because people had a lot of issues with uh, the movies that, that WB was releasing this whole time. So let, let's see the director's vision. Give give him that money. Let the man do his thing. Let me see how it goes. And like the. The Batman movie is not in the same universe as the Justice League movie. It's a different. It's its own standalone universe, mainly because they decided to cast a skinny ass dude to play Batman. I guess so. <laughs> I guess that was part of it. But it keeps getting even more confusing because they ju- they also in fandom they were like the Flash movie that's coming out has both Ben Affleck as Batman and Michael. Keaton as Batman, which makes no sense. Well, it's Flash, man. He can he can time travel and do all sorts of stuff and have different multiverse things going on. So I think they added in more uh, Batman to that movie. I think there's going to be like three or four that are going to show up in that movie of different actors. So maybe Wait Pattinson's in there too. And so there's, they're going to have to do some crazy time travel Flash thing for that. I'm, I'm interested to see how that turns out. Yeah. The, ba- the Batman trailer, I really, I really like what they showed it. Yeah, I want to say they said Affleck is not going to wear the cow. Like he's going to be probably at the beginning part of the movie, where because the panel said that this he's of course the Flash is getting the new suit. The new suit looks totally different than the Ju- Justice League suit, and the new suit is made by Bruce Wayne. So I think Affleck will be at the beginning of the movie, giving him the suit doing that piece of it, and then we'll see the Michael Keaton thing and whatever 9,000 other Batman they decide to throw into the movie <laughs> at the end later, like somewhere in the middle of the movie. So, uh, like you said, the, he'll be 
doing the multiverse thing. And they also did say that the multiverse does exist and they can collide with the TV shows. Ooh, so damn. that one cameo that we got last year, that'd be the one. That's cool. Man, if they do it right, it could be fun. I, I, I dropped off uh, Green Arrow after season one, didn't watch the Flash TV show, but man, if they can do the crossovers and, and they're good, let them do it. But you think you think Rob you think uh, Robert is a little too skinny, little small man out there trying to play Batman? A little, <laughs> Bruh. Well, I'm like, I mean, I, I think we had this. I had this argument with somebody else, and I was like, yeah. I mean, at first I defended him, and then I went back and looked at it again. I was like, you know what? What I saw the first time was not what I thought I saw. I guess because he didn't look as frail, but he definitely looks more frail to me the second time I seen that trailer. I'm like. Yep, I think he was right. That dude is way too skinny to be Batman. Yeah, then another playing it like it's a couple years into him being Batman, and all his enemies, the typical enemies, Penguin and Two Face and Joker, don't really have their names. They haven't been active yet, so everything's really early on in his career. So he's up and coming. Maybe he's gonna bulk up and hit the weights uh, down the road after he gets his butt kicked a little bit. We're gonna see about that. But comparing him to the other Batmans, we know we just came off of Affleck, and he, I think, he was the biggest. You know, built like a fridge, like bulkiest Batman that we've had the whole run of everybody next to Christian Bale. But yeah, they'll go from Bat Batfleck down to uh, Rob Man. I don't know what we're gonna call it. What's the nickname for Robert Patterson Batman gonna be? But whatever it comes out to be, I'm gonna call him Frail Man. <laughs> frail, man. Frail, frail Man. Gonna He's gonna be Mister Glass out there <laughs> falling apart in his fights. I'm saying because I, uh, I don't, I don't see him. Become more than 125 pounds at this point. <laughs> I think I think he'll pull it off with the the tone of the movie. I think it'll be fine. We'll get, we'll get used to it to his size because overall the trailer it looked really dark, real serious. Uh, I liked what it was showing us. Like I watched the trailer a few times because I thought it was like pretty damn good. So I think it's, it's going to be a dark Batman. I'm into it and him just beating the shit out of people. That's cool with me. I'm down with that. And so we'll we'll see how it goes. But, but you know, I I like I said. All of it is just confusing when you got so many Batman. Other than that, outside of that piece, I think it'll be a decent movie. It'll be grittier and darker and different. So that's something we need, even though we kind of already got that with, you know, the trilogy. Because the trilogy, the, the last, not the last one, the most recent Batman trilogy was very gritty and kind of more grounded. So I guess they're kind of going back to that because the, the Batman one was a little bit more... I guess it geared more toward cartoony more versus the last version of the Batman series. So we'll, going back to that may actually make people like it. We'll see how it goes. So. Yeah, but looking forward to that. That's probably a year out or today. I don't know if they announced the release date, but it's, I don't think it's this fall. Could be wrong. Uh, no, I want to say it's going to be the beginning. Uh, honestly, nobody really knows because like Wonder Woman 1984 is October and I don't still don't think it's gonna make that so it's no telling when it's gonna come out. It'll, it'll probably be the end of twenty twenty one, maybe the beginning of twenty twenty two, depending mm -hmm. on what's happening. Because you know, theaters are opening this weekend, by the way. I don't know if you saw you caught that, but oh, they, yeah, they've been open. Well, we'll have to talk about that more on the on the next one to see how, how everything's doing and if anybody's going back to the movies. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll look at those those numbers because I want to say new uh, new mutant is going to the theaters this weekend. So you, yeah, you will, we we should be able to see what the numbers look like in some places, but 
we'll, we'll see how it goes if they go out. But I don't know. It, we don't have a release date for it. 84 is going to get pushed probably, so we'll see how that goes. But I'll tell you, uh, if it's not a drive-in theater, you're not going to catch me there. Uh, I thought <laughs> you like robots in the seat, man. You like to go sit down with the robots. Man, until we get the robot robot people sitting next to me and cheering and laughing in the funny movies, uh, I'm just going to sit in my car by myself with the windows locked. <laughs> and that, that brings us to that tenant situation where they don't want to go to drive-ins, but... We'll take a break. I know you got to run. We'll we'll continue the show on without. And I'm out. Enjoy we'll the interview. Back with our uh, special guest, but we'll uh, kick you out of the studio right now, Chris. All right, she'll take my mic and uh, jump on the seat. Have fun. Okay, guys, and we're back. Um, unfortunately, due to some technical difficulties we've had, um, we're going to have to reschedule. The special guest that we have. So you just got me here flying solo for a second. So I, I apologize for the very short episode. So it, we're going to um, hopefully come back bigger and better with the next episode. Um, and, and hopefully still have the guest on. But for now, we're going to um, end this episode with the with the talk. Um, I'll go back through a little bit of the DC fandom pieces. Um, and honestly, there's a couple of other pieces to us like the movie parts which were very interesting to to go through and see um what they have on slate and what they're going to do with the uh current properties they have i mean fandom came at a weird time you know at&t had just recently gotten <laughs> rid of 800 plus employees it was a weird thing with dc so it came at a strange point of um you know two weeks prior such bad news coming out of the camp and then turn around to have this fandom and i mean honestly the overall picture because like, everybody's doing digital events at this point and you just pretty much got to take it as is it's all going to be in-house it's going to be all um and a lot of it's going to be probably pre-recorded. It's not going to be really live, but I, I mean, I think they did a really good job with what they had to work with and getting to this new norm of everything being online, everything being uh, digital. So, and that brings me to a couple other points too. So it's with everybody going digital, PAX has gone digital um, for this year as well. And that's one, the last conference i actually with the last game event was pax uh south which was in san antonio and i'm actually very happy that i went because that is going to be the probably the last in-person pax for at least a year i i do believe they they did pax east um, and PAX Prime was coming up and they did not schedule PAX Prime, but what they're going to do is do an all digital event in that regard. So it is really the new norm. Everything's going to be mostly digital um, where they can. I mean, all the big players are already doing that. I mean, for the most part, um, you know, Samsung, Apple, Facebook, Google, everybody has adopted this new digital way of doing everything. And it's actually been good in some cases and bad i mean some of the digital events are bad and it and it's all because it's all really new to everybody they're trying to do digital events that are kind of like what the in-person event was but it's cringy you know it's kind of weird it's a cringy situation when you're talking to an empty crowd 
of people trying to talk to them like it's a full crowd of people. So it's one of those things where they're going to have to get used to um, doing it digital. And who knows? Nobody knows how long this is going to last. It could be a couple of years from now. It could be, you know, next year we may go back to normal, but um, a lot of people are going to do that digital type of content. And I'm here for it. I mean, it, well, at least we're getting information. Cause like this part of the year is normally packed full of things. Uh, I mean, right now, the only thing we haven't really gotten is prices on the upcoming new systems and the, uh, the, those things we don't know. We still don't know. We don't even know a hundred percent what the release date is. And we know they're targeting November. It is September at this point, And we still really don't know. So everybody's basically trying to do digital. So hopefully we get uh, more and more information, more and more games out more and more. I mean, even moving TV information uh, out, whether it's, you know, done digital. I know it's, you know, the current pandemic has taken a strain on how things are getting done and stuff is getting pushed around. Um, Some things are not slated for years at this point. Just due to the fact that they're not able to even get to some of those um, highly anticipated projects because it's just so hard to get to them right now. Um, there's a couple of good games that's been re- that's going to be released this year. Some of them will still have this year release dates. You know, Cyberpunk 2077. You still have Marvel's Avengers, which comes out next week. You have the drop trailer. They dropped the trailer for Call of Duty. Um, and it's one of those things where if you love COD, you love COD. If you hate COD, you hate COD. So it's kind of like, it is what it is at this point, man. You know, was it like (laughs) about 15 years in the business of COD is just what it is at this point. So, I mean, there's a lot of uh, things to look forward to, and we are going into a holiday season that's going to be very different than any other holiday season that we have done before is the craziest thing to you know we're in a weird spot in our history um like never before um we're going through a giant pandemic we are you know pretty much stuck in our houses doing it doing things where um we never did it before just doing it totally different we have civil unrest social unrest we have just injustice that's happening across the the United States. We have all these these different things. We have the hurricane that just you know made landfall in the southern part of Texas. We have all this stuff, and we're just in a different time. The economy is not as great as it used to be. We're just in a different place than we were this time last year, and it reflects even in our entertainment at this point. So, but it's hopefully gonna get better at some point hopefully you know give us something to look forward to because at this point i mean i know a lot of us are kind of like just depressed at just the world today so hopefully you know we get through 2020 and never look back don't think about it as a a year maybe we 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 say next year 2021 is actually 2020 start over at this point so but we'll leave it there short episode i apologize we we were trying to get something together technical difficulties but um hopefully you at least enjoyed the the short episode that we had today and we'll come back and you know we may drop some 
So another episode in the middle of the week instead of waiting till till our normal Friday release date. Uh, just to make up the fact that we didn't have a full episode this week. So like I said, just hold tight. Keep rocking with us. Check us out on another episode. Thanks. Thanks.